Welcome to the Modern Day Med Spa, a short-form podcast by Audacity Consulting so you can listen and learn on your way to the office. Learn to build a million-dollar business and gain back your time with easy frameworks, strategies, and tactics. If this is helpful, leave us a five-star review and subscribe. Welcome again, med spa owners, to the modern day med spa here with Dean Trinkline uh, for another episode. This is going to be a killer episode. And today we're talking about operations mastery, streamlining your med spa with standard processes and team efficiency. This is kind of like the operating system that we use in our med spas, in our business. And what we found has worked best to, to scale businesses who are making Fifty to one hundred thousand dollars a month to making over seven figures per month. We've had a lot of chats with many med spa owners, and we see as they're coming in to talk with us that a lot of their um, issues currently and their plateaus are due to a lack of efficiency, a lack of team culture, a lack of how to have a systems where they have, where they can kind of like put it on autopilot from there. Yep. Dean, the, the creator of uh, AOS, Audacity Operating System, here with us today. Dean, what's good on? What's good? How are you, dude? Oh, dude, I'm fantastic. And super, super pumped to be talking about this today. Because you like, like you said, this is, this is really my, kind of where my passion lies, right? Um, being an owner of multiple businesses, uh, both currently and past what businesses I've started, scaled and sold. Like many others, I got into the entrepreneurial field uh, with hopes and ambitions of changing the world. And with this, if you build it, they will come mentality, a la Field of Dreams and uh, Kevin Costner. <clears throat> Mr. Costner, if you're nasty. Mr. Costner. <laughs> but uh it, it it really doesn't work out that way, right? <clears throat> and then you start thinking, well, crap, I need clients or customers, so I need sales. So I'm really working on sales, 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 sales. Now I have a bunch of clients or a bunch of customers. Uh, now I have to kind of fulfill, 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 fulfill. Uh, then I have to make sure everything is running smoothly. Uh, bills are being paid. The toilets are being cleaned. The floors are being mopped. Um, all, all of There's all of these things going on. So with all of these things going on, if you want to build a new scale, you have to have a beautiful operation system in place. Otherwise, you're going to take on too much water and you're going to sink. I want two people to think about the operation system as ventilation almost, mm. right? Because without ventilation, pressure builds up and eventually something explodes. I also like to talk about operation system because it's not sexy. It's not, it's not a buzzword like hardcore closer and sales and marketing and all that crap. We're like operations. And it's like, oh, I don't know what the fuck that means. So think about your business, right? You have a sales process, a marketing process. You have finance and admin. You have the actual operations. Then you might have a sales team. Then you might have an accountant. You might have, you, there's all of these things. And think about these things as limbs and fingers and hands and a head. I want people to think about the operations system as being the heart of that entire body that makes everything function. Um, it's the thing pumping the blood to all of those other limbs, right? So when we're thinking about operations, I want people to think that way. 
<clears throat> Dean, what are whenever you start to talk to med spa owners, yes. how can you tell immediately? Because I can tell like when I hear a few things. I want to hear from you, like when you start to talk to them, that you're like, dude, you have an operations issue, right? Right now. Like, what are some things that they might say or a problem that you might hear from them or some sort of um uh some sort of uh you know problem that they're having how do you know that the diagnosis is operations what are some things that they might say well a lot of words buzzwords are like i love my business but i feel or it feels out of control mm -hmm. right like they're a good owner they're there in fact mm -hmm. they're there probably a shit ton more than they should be but they're talking about their business feeling out of control maybe they don't feel and this is not just from the owner it could yeah. be from the team as well yeah. and in fact, a lot of times it comes from the team you know there isn't real clarity they're not clear on a direction um what about when people say that hey um or when you might ask them like how often do they meet with their team or you might even ask them oh. um yeah which is usually not a lot right they don't have the recurring meetings right. or when you ask them like hey would you be able to take a two to four week vacation and have it survive. That's probably a big one as well, right? Oh my gosh. If I'm the one asking the questions and digging, that's that's one of the first things I go to. And another one, even even simpler, and I'll get I'll get back to what I'm about to say, but to answer your question, are you kidding me? If I were to leave, this place would fall apart. You know, that's that's generally the response. But another oh, simple one is, are you profitable? Oh, you profitable. And 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 if they're not they don't have a good operation system or if they're profitable, but just barely, they don't have a good operation system. Or if they're really profitable, but not as profitable as they like to be, they don't have a correlating or corresponding op system oh. to, to go with that. <clears throat> a lot of people think that, um, uh, that having a, an operation system is like this big, huge manual of, uh, documents of everything, the step-by-step -step directions. Um, and that might be true. Um, can you hear me? Oh, I can't hear you. You're muted. There you go. There we go. There we go. Okay. We're back. Sorry. Good. Sorry, <laughs> difficulties. Yeah. I was going to say that like a lot of people think that these, um, like it has to be this big, long hundred page manual where people have to do this. What, what does it look like in to have, and what does it look and feel like to have an operations like, mm, like this is what I have. Like what, like what is, what's the tangible thing that they have? Yeah, so what's cool is, is, is operation system, the system itself or the efficiency behind it is almost intangible, right? It's, right. it's that silent assassin. And you know, that you don't have a good one in place faster than you'll know that you have a good one in place. Because if you have a good one in place, nothing is really going wrong. And if it is going wrong because of this operation system and the process of you, you've created underneath it, you can handle the issues and the problems like that. Right. The tangible thing is you do want to create some kind of manual or SOP, right? Standard operating procedure. You want to document everything. And why is that important? Well, getting back to what we were discussing about an owner being able to just bounce and go to Fiji for three weeks and come back. And not only is the business just as good as when she left or him, it's better, right? Is because of the documentation and the training of this, the, the, the cadence of the meetings, the meeting pulse, if you will. Right. So, so what it actually looks like 
is if you were to try and actually look at a tangible item is maybe a manual, but that's boring, right? The power of the operation system has nothing to do with what's on paper. Right. It's the implementation and execution of the system itself. Right. Many processes put into place. I've worked with a lot of, I've worked a lot of like multi-million dollar businesses and a lot of them, um, they run themselves very, very well. And that's the, that's a credit to the operation systems behind it. Yep. And a lot of med spas, they talk to they're like, oh, well, we're different. You know, there's this person, this person, you're not different. You're a business and you have to have the right glue, the right oil and the right gasoline in place to make the engine run. Right. Yes. So whenever I've been on these meetings before, um, or the, having an operating system like this, it's regularly scheduled meeting, whether that's weekly, daily, monthly, quarterly, annually, right? Yep. Having those in place, making sure that everybody is in the right place and doing the right thing and is and understands what their role is, um, or even cleaning up their roles, okay? It's not black and white. You might look at one of your estheticians and be like, oh, they're in the wrong place. Well, maybe, maybe that's just half of the role. Maybe they do some marketing along with, or maybe they do inventory, or maybe they do finance or admin, right? So it's really about getting the right people in the right place and maybe taking some of the load off of your plate as well. Um, it also looks like making sure that the communication is on point. How well is the, um, is the technology set up? Are, are calendars being put into place? Are there, um, are, are there follow-ups? Is the sales process on point? These are the processes that a real legit business must have. It is not going to somebody's website and just clicking, give me an appointment. That's not, that's, that, that seems to be the end of the sales process for some of med spas that we talk to. And there's gotta be a lot more to that. How can we make it bigger? How can we follow up? How can we upsell? How, we, how can we get just a consultation? How we can we get them walk through the door? So these are the processes that we're talking about and getting detail on those. Once you have all of this and everybody who is responsible knows what to do for them and can communicate to, to others and people below them, that's when you know and you can feel that you have a really, really good business. That's absolutely right, dude. You hit the nail on the head, man. So I, everybody listening to you probably just got blasted with a freaking truth bomb in their face mm -hmm. and feel very overwhelmed by all that stuff that you just threw at them. And that is all the more reason it is important to have an op system in place because your business is a multitude of things. You're not a med spa. You are a sum of your parts and your parts are the processes you have. And if your processes aren't completely dialed out and, and fully functioning, then you don't have an op system at all. It's yeah. all these little processes that make up your op system and why it's important to have a clean and clearly defined op system, <clears throat> excuse me. And so you can fine tune each of those processes, but it's not just about the processes more often than not, it's about the people, right? The team um, and, and, and really getting the team on board. Now, anybody can just hire anybody. There's, you know, you can bring in a, a world-class injector. You can bring in a world-class laser tech. You can, anybody, you can bring in world-class at that very deal. You will continually hit the ceiling, however, if that person isn't willing to do what's best for the organization, right? They can be, again, a world-class injector, but if we want to grow and they're not falling in line, maybe falling in line isn't the right phrase, but basically if they, they're not getting on board with what needs to be done to go to that next level, they're probably not the right person and you've probably outgrown them. Or if they are, there are conversations that need to be had, meetings that need to be discussed, things like that. This all falls under the guise of an operating system. This is huge. 
having an operating system is a must for any legit business. Dean, what are, let's look annually. Let's say yep. you have a med spa that is comes in yep. and they are doing $60,000 in top line revenue with 15% margins, which is a little below average. Okay. So they're doing 60,000 a month with 15% margins. Okay. Um, but they don't have an operating system. I want you to t- hit the fork in the road here, Dean. Yes. And I want you to say, Hey, install this operating system, go forth and conquer. We'll see you at the end of the year versus that same med spa doing the same numbers. They do nothing. Yeah. What's the difference in 12 months? Oh my gosh. All right. So just, just so I can clarify, I want to make sure I have these numbers, right? So they're doing 60,000 top line revenue per month. Correct. Correct. At a 15% profit margin without a finely streamlined and finely tuned op system. Correct. Versus what they would be if they did not do that. Yep. Okay. One, one, one med spot decides to make the change. Okay. I see all of this. And one decides to be like, nope, I'm just going to keep going with what I have going on. I feel good with 15% profit every single month and making 60K, I can maintain from there. Let's say they just maintain at the end of the year, You yep. that med spa B says, hey, guess what? I'm still here. I'm still at 60K. I'm still at 15% margin and I'm still pretty happy. You know? Yeah. What is, what, 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 what's the, what's the effect of that with uh, med spa A? Okay. So this is the beautiful thing about op system. It actually gets better the longer that you do it because you can tune it even more the longer you go, but just for shifting grins for this particular purpose, right? I get excited talking about this stuff because I've seen it. I've experienced it personally with my own businesses. Let's take that one. So the, the one business who, who isn't going to change and that that 60 K top line is $720,000. They do 720K in the 12 months. So that for those listening, that's $60,000 every single month. This is totally assuming that they just plateau and they are the same across every single month, 12 months, which is usually not the case, but on average, they're at 60 K and they do that for 12 months. They make $720,000 in top line revenue at a 15% margin for at 108,000 in profit. So 720, 108 in profit, three quarter, like three quarters of a million and their profit is going to be 108,000. Look at that, that huge gap, right? Yep. Look at that huge gap. Now let's look at the uh, business number two with a fully functioning op system in one, right? That one that's streamlining. Now, if they started implementing that, let's say at the first of the year, right? <clears throat> They're going to see noticeable change really quick within the company, probably within that first month. As far as revenue, the revenue might not be spiking yet, but they're going to see noticeable change in the efficiency of their team and how things are running, right? And the next month, they're probably going to start seeing that kick in revenue, more probably more so in profit, okay? We'll get, we'll get to the top line revenue in a minute, but profit is king. We know that. They're going to see probably more profit. Why? Because the team is moving more efficiently, right? So let's think about a motor car. Motor car, what is this? 1929 cabs here. Um, <laughs> a vehicle. <laughs> a vehicle. And uh, the let's just say it hasn't been maintained, right? It's not right. performing efficiently. You're constantly mm. dumping gas into the thing. It's not running uh, a fluidly. Burning oil. Maybe, exactly. maybe some of the tires are low, uh, you know, so so it's it's not getting as much gas mileage as it could because you're sure. running okay. low PSI. 
when you can get it running the way it needs to run, you are inherently going to create more profit because you have eliminated a kink in the hose. Everything is flowing more freely, right? So now the profits are going to be able to go up because things are more performing more optimally. People are probably doing a little more than what they were doing before because now you have the right asses in the right seats and you might have a couple of those asses in multiple seats, right? So you can probably eliminate a lot of the things that you were doing before and having to outsource and pay out and have it done in-house. And then we're just talking about the team now. Let's fast forward another month. Now let's say that we're starting to work on processes and we're streamlining the sales process for them. Maybe it's just clunky like the one that you talked about earlier. excuse me, you know, somebody books an appointment for Botox, comes in for Botox and leaves with Botox. Instead of us saying, hey, let's look at everything where everybody's coming in, streamline your sales process, get them in, consult, teach them how to sell a higher ticket package because that person probably needs a higher ticket solution for a higher ticket problem. Instead of just having their 11 lines Botoxed, they might need a uh, you know an energy-based laser system. This all falls under that, right? So now we streamline the sales process, which means now we're starting to make more money. Mm. Now let's just talk about the finance and admin spot for a minute. That's dirty. Nobody likes playing in that mud right? But it's something that has to be done. You have somebody in-house who naturally kind of likes that. They can help out with that. Now you're not outsourcing that. You're saving money. Uh, The operations side. Now we have somebody overseeing the day-to-day ops, dealing with the people that might have a complaint, something like that. We're streamlining the front-end desk flow, the process of what happens going through the front desk, right? And we're just talking about this stuff and it's still a superficial level. Fast forward another month. Now we're getting a little more granular. Everybody's ass is in the right seat. It's flowing even more efficiently now. We have an amazing cadence with our meetings. We're doing daily huddles. We've got uh, uh, weekly meetings. We've planned out our quarterly meetings and we've planned out our our yearly stuff. And we're flowing faster. Let's just go ahead and fast forward and get to the juicy part, right? Just by having a, a, a cleaner, more efficient op system in place, they're going to double if not even triple potentially their revenue. And that you're talking about that profit margin now going from 15%, probably somewhere pushing 36 to 39%, maybe even into the 40s, okay. just on efficiency alone. Mm-hmm. Just on efficiency alone. So the two, you're talking about 720,000 versus you know 1.4 mil to potentially 1.8, 1.9 mil. Love both that. of them being profit so that's what we're talking about here big differences here when you install yeah. this right so people are listening to this right now dean yep they're like dude this sounds awesome yeah sounds like a lot of work what is the what, what do we do first what's the first step that someone should be doing besides working with yeah. us uh oh. but yeah. <laughs> step one hire us so we can help you do this so you're not stumbling all the way down to it give up and quit uh, but no, to answer your question, you have you got to take a look at your people. First and foremost, usually you have to look at your people. Um, we work with teams of three, four and up. Um, if you want to develop a good op system, you have to look at your people. You have to see the potential for people to take on more because you're going to be asking more of them, but you're also going to be generating more profit and revenue. So you'll be able to compensate them if you so choose. A lot of them probably have the capacity to take this on and they should be doing it anyway, right? But the first step is looking at your people. You got to look at your people. You have to have a conversation with all of them, sit down in a meeting and say, look, we're getting ready to implement an operation system and we need to get the whole team on board. 
make sure everybody there gets it. They want it and they have the capacity to do it. And then you start defining roles and responsibilities. That's step one. You have to make sure the whole team's on board. I feel like we started this podcast for this reason, and it's to paint the picture of what a real med spa business owner should be doing, what they should look like, and what they, what, what they started this for. And that's so that they can own and uh, potentially part-time operate a, a machine whereby the people that they hire, the estheticians, the front desk, the people behind the scenes are doing everything that they had set out to do. Does that mean that the owner can't do anything? Absolutely not. Like they can continue to, to do the procedures. They can continue to sell and do whatever they need to do, provided that that makes them happy. But it's all about creating this freedom and creating the profits that's necessary to, to, to create that freedom as well. Right, Dean? Absolutely, man. I, you know, and, and we'll wrap this up here in a minute, but, you know, I understand the pains of being a business owner because I've been there. And believe me, if I knew then what I know now, I would be in a remarkably different position. I might not be working at all right now, but I love my work, so I'd constantly be working. But I mean, my my situation would be a lot different. But we fight change. These med spa owners, a lot of them, you know, they're working 40, 60, maybe 70 hours a week and barely paying themselves. Mm-hmm. What they need to do is install this operation system. They can scale themselves back to between 10 and 20 hours and, and working as much or as little as they want, uh, potentially only being there for meetings. You know, that's the importance and the value of having a finely tuned op system. Exactly. So if you are a med spa owner, you feel overworked, you feel like your team's not on board, or you feel like you're mm-hmm. just running around not knowing what to do next. Go to audacityconsulting.group. We'll be able to help you in one direction. Book a free coaching call. Talk to either me or Dean, and we'll be able to point you in the right direction. That's it for this episode, guys. We will see you guys in the next episode. See you.